Hello, and welcome to Look What You Made Me Read, the podcast all about books and making your best friend read the books that you want to read. I am one of your hosts, Kat, and with me, as always, is my BFF, Val. (laughs) Hey. And, of course, my other BFF, Neville. 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 Okay, I'm sorry, guys. He's sleeping. He is... You know, not doing his job, but he's cute so he can get away with it. It's fine. Yeah, this is true. Um, <laughs> this week, we're going to be talking about I Kissed Shara Wheeler by Casey McQuiston. But before we get into that, uh, how has your last two weeks been, Val? Good. <laughs> I um, I did something exciting. Um, and I mean, to be honest, like in the grand scheme of things, like, it's probably not the most exciting activity, but I feel like for you and maybe like the people that listen to this <laughs> podcast, it is quite exciting. Okay. Um, so I rearranged my books in colour. Yes. Oh! Which was very aesthetically pleasing and very therapeutic and very <laughs> exciting. Uh, I did that um, once and I yeah. loved it. Yeah. But I, it was also, like, a time in my life where I just would rearrange my bookshelves every other week or something. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I find it very satisfying <laughs> rearranging my bookshelves, Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it was satisfying. I can't imagine doing it every single week, but there was yeah. something about it that I was like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> this is good stuff. Um, but I feel like... So, I mean, I don't know if there's, like, a right or wrong way to do it. I feel like hardcore book fans will have, like, an opinion of, like, this is how you rearrange your books in colour and so Mm -hmm. what I have done is I have Mm -hmm. started with the black books but that have coloured like titles okay so the very first the very first book is actually the reverse of the cousins because it's all black so I wanted to start with just like solid black and nothing else I thought that was cool um and then we go into black books and then we kind of do a rainbow of the black books and then it gets into colours. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I thought that was like the best way to do it. And then it ends with like white. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're going by rainbow colour, you're good. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And I think it looks good. I will send you a photo when this yeah, is done. Yeah, I look forward to some point. seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, that's was... probably the most exciting thing that's happened to me, which is... That's very exciting. You know, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I thought about rearranging my bookshelves literally today and mm. I got overwhelmed because I have too many books and way too many books that I actually want to get rid of. <laughs> but oh, I just okay. like, I, I have a lot of books that I want to like donate or whatever and I just get yeah. overwhelmed immediately and then I give yeah. up right away and I just hide them under my bed. <laughs> are they books that, <laughs> first of all, love that, but yeah. <laughs> are they books that you just... <laughs> Like, you've read and you didn't like them, or you DNF them, or... A lot of them are books I've read that I just know I'm never going to read again. They were not necessarily books I didn't like, but that were just, like, meh. Um, There are some books where I just was, like, a little trigger-happy with my purchasing of books, where I'm like, I'm never going (laughs) to read this. At this point, it's a chore. Like, just looking at this book feels like a chore, so I don't really want that. And I'm like... And for the longest time, I was like, well, I spent money on them. On this, I'm gonna read it, whether I like yeah. it or not. <laughs> and then I was yeah. just like, this is not... It makes the whole uh, book 
the reading process not fun anymore. Yeah. So I'm trying... Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to be a bit more careful about the the books I do buy. And and I want my bookshelf to reflect books I actually love, you know? Yeah. Um, So I'm... I really need to... I just wish I could, like... I just wish I had, like... A, a sort of like garbage chute that I could just put my books in and it would immediately go to <laughs> like a secondhand shop that would sell them for me like so I, I don't have to go anywhere I don't have to lug a shit ton of books somewhere yeah, that would be ideal same for like yeah. clothes as well yeah oh my god yeah that would be like uh, a dream yeah it's like I mean, it's never like just a couple books I'm giving away it's like yeah 30 books I'm giving away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or and once you start you... as well, you're going to like get more and more that you're like, oh, maybe that yeah. one as well. And then... Exactly. Like, honestly, if I had my way, I would probably get rid of... I don't even want to say the number because it's an insane amount, but <laughs> I would get rid of like a lot of my books if I had like an easier way of doing it where I didn't have to... Yeah. Actually, I could... If they just disappeared in my hands and went to a good home, like, I'd be so happy. <laughs> I, like, briefly thought about attempting to sell my books online, but I'm like, if I can't be bothered to just lug something over to the secondhand store, I can't be bothered to figure out how to ship something to someone, you know? Literally. Uh, The only thing I can think of is to do, like, Facebook Marketplace and just kind of, like, put a picture of all the books I want to get rid of, and I'm like, if you want them, come to the Starbucks near my place and I'll give them to you. (laughs) You should, like you should market it as like, so you should just put everything in a box and then market yeah. it as a mystery box of books. A mystery box of books. I guess I and could, because I, I feel like, like I have would some. Want that. Yeah, I mean, I have some books that I know a lot of people would, re- they're like good quality and yeah. people would love them. And I was just, again, far too trigger happy in my purchases. <laughs> and I was just like, I just, I, when I first got into books, I just got so excited and I just bought yeah. everything everyone was talking about and that, and yeah. honestly, my tastes are so specific these days that like a lot of the mainstream books I don't like, or I just find them okay. I never love them, you know? Yeah. Except for like a few, but it's, so what I'm mostly talking about is YA fantasy. Every time <laughs> I think YA Shocker. fantasy, literally, <laughs> like... The last time I thought maybe YA fantasy wasn't so bad was the book uh, series I talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And that one uh, burned me, as I mentioned. So I literally yeah. <laughs> can't trust any YA fantasy anymore unless it's queer. So I just can't can't trust the straights. And that's just facts are facts, you know? I knew this deep down inside already, but now it's been confirmed. Now it's like, yeah, solidified in your, yeah. your brain. So anyway... My point is, I have my point is kind of that I have a just a few like good quality like Sarah J. Mass books and stuff like that that I do not want in my possession. But I know <laughs> there could be a very good home for it somewhere out there. People would actually yeah, I'm want sure it. there is. Yeah, especially with like book talk like becoming bigger and bigger. I feel like more people are kind of getting into books. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, but I'm really excited that you color coordinated your workshop. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I kind of I also wish that you lived near me so you could just come over and look at all the books I have and pick anything oh God, that I would you love would to. want. Right? Oh my god, so, so fun! 
And there's so many books that I'm like, I want you to read as well. And it'd be easier yeah. if I could just give you the book just I have and be them. like, read it. And yeah. you don't have to yeah. figure out how to get a hold of the book I want you to read, you know? That would be great. <sighs> yeah. It'll make our lives so much easier. Yeah. So um, next to the magic garbage chute, there'd be like a magic door <laughs> that would just go between our apartments. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I also... um have picked out my holiday book officially because mm. uh, I'm off next week. Um, yeah. So I bought The House on the Cerulean Sea. Oh, yes. Because yes. it's been on my yes. list for a very, 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 yes. very long time. It's like one of the top ones on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went into Foils today, which is a bookshop in the UK, and I was actually looking for the Paris apartment to get for holiday because I was like, it's the next... Well, spoilers, it's one of our next book po- uh, podcast picks. Um, is it? So I was like, oh, I can... St- yeah, you don't... I don't think you even... <laughs> I was like, I this is news to me. <laughs> I'm like, let me just Google this book. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was going to oh, try and read yeah, that. Yeah. And I was like, I'll get a head start on it. And then they only had a like a massive like hardback. And you don't want that when you're like on the beach reading. Yeah, so that's a good point. I, and then I saw House of No Cerulean Sea and I was like, perfect. It's small, it's paperback, and it's been on my list. So and and again it's queer <laughs> and again so. yeah exactly <laughs> it is a very cute a charming book yeah i like it um yeah just want something like cute and sweet yeah it's a good i feel like it'd be a very good holiday book mm. yeah so that's that's what i did well that's exciting well i'm not going on holiday so i don't have a holiday book picked that's but... sad yeah I'm still waiting for you to come here after two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Let me see. I. Oh well. What happened to mm. me in the last two weeks? There was a crazy storm in Ontario last weekend. Ooh. I don't know if you heard about it, but yeah, no. it was a derecho. I think that's what you call them. It's like a really like. It's a very, like, intense uh, windstorm, basically, that goes, like, in a straight line for a very long time. So it basically hit all of Ontario in, like, a straight line. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really intense, like, uh, like, huge storm. A lot of Ottawa lost power outage. There was tree branches or trees. Oh, God. Trees and poles in the streets and stuff. It was wild. Um. And that's pretty much what everyone's been talking about for the past week here in Ottawa. Yeah, I can imagine. I've not had any. Literally. About it. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like very like in my bubble because <laughs> like on my TikTok, all I've seen is a bunch of people showing the damage from the storm. <laughs> yeah, and and then like every new person I see in the past week, they'll be like, "Oh, so did you lose power? <laughs> oh, did you lose power?" <laughs> so everyone, luckily, uh, we didn't get hit at all, so we did not lose power at all. But uh, there are some people who literally still don't have power, and it was like last weekend, Jesus. so that's almost a week of no power. Um, did yeah, you still have to go to like work and stuff? Oh, it happened on the weekend, so I was off work. Oh, shame. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, but actually, it wouldn't have actually changed anything because my store also didn't get hit. There was still electricity there, so it ran as 
normal. And honestly, the storm itself didn't last very long. Like, mm. uh, like it was raining all day and thundering, but then the actual, like, I feel like I'm pronouncing it wrong, but like the Derucho, I, something like that. It's, uh, <laughs> that happened only like within like half an hour, I think. It just like passed through kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so after that, it was just more thundering and rain. So it wasn't like, okay. but, but you couldn't really go because it, it happened Saturday afternoon and you couldn't really go out afterwards because the streets were in such bad conditions oh, <laughs> from wow, debris and bad. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like some of the lights weren't working because of power outages and stuff like that. But, um. Damn. But, you know, I just stayed home and watched a lot of Bob's Burgers, so I was having a good nice. time. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've been less into watching TV shows, but I knew I had to watch, I had to catch up on Bob's Burgers because of the movie coming out yesterday. Oh, yeah, I saw so. that the other day that there was a movie coming out. Yeah, so. So I was like, oh, I should catch up on that. And now I'm back to being obsessed with Bob's Burgers. Nice. And uh, Jean is my um, spirit character. Was that the mum? No, he's the son. Oh. (laughs) I only watched, like, a few episodes. Maybe, like, one season. I couldn't remember if you'd watched any of it, but... Yeah, I've watched a bit. If you want... Anyway, don't matter. (laughs) For those who have watched it, hi, Michelle. Hi, Noor. You both know I'm a Jean. (laughs) Um, I watched um, this week I watched everything everywhere all at once oh yeah how was that highly highly recommend it was I didn't know to be fair I didn't know what it was about I didn't even really know what genre it was I just to be honest I don't all over yeah I just see people everywhere being like this movie changes the game like it's changed everything like it's changed my life and I was like damn um and yeah, it's pretty fucking wild, but it's very, very good. Cool. Sounds yeah, I would, uh, interesting. Recommend. Uh, what is it about? <laughs> it's <laughs> or should I not it's know? <laughs> kind of, I mean, I think it's kind of best not to know. Um, okay. But I will say that it involves like a multiverse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very um, interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like acting on point, like it is, it's also like ridiculous. Like I didn't expect it to be like such a comedy. Like I thought it was more right. thriller drama. Um, oh. but yeah, really, really good. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I think that's, I don't really have much else to bring up. I, I, yeah, not much has been quick going one this on, week. to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like I haven't really read that much or nothing that I'm crazy excited about. Um, this week, so I have nothing other than the actual podcast book to talk about. So I guess we'll go into I Kiss Shara Wheeler by Casey McQuiston, which honestly, um, it took like so much brain power to like make myself think the word Shara and not Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's like a oh dyslexic nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and then I, I saw someone on TikTok, I think, talking about the book or whatever, just like in passing. And she said, like, I kissed Sarah Wheeler. And I was like, wait, is it pronounced Sarah? But Sarah, but pronounced, but spelt, sorry, <laughs> but spelt oh Shara. I was so confused. I was like, yeah, I was like, what? And then I was like, go on Casey's uh, Instagram. She must say the title at some point. And it is Shara. Shara, so... Okay. Uh, so at least I, I think probably the girl just misread it or something on okay. <laughs> but it really like made me panic because I'm like I'm gonna have to talk about this in a week <laughs> uh, so this book is um, about Shara Wheeler <laughs> yeah. um, it's basically set about like two months ish month and a half until graduation high school graduation and basically this girl shara wheeler she's like prom queen popular girl uh of this christian high school i should say christian private school i guess um that is very christian like very strict moral code blah 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 like alabama oh it's in the south too alabama thank you very much yeah (laughs) um so you guys get the um vibe of the school (laughs) um so anyway shara wheeler after prom which okay at first (laughs) i feel like i'll have so many tangents but we love a good tangent (laughs) so basically the book starts like the day after prom and the the night of prom shara wheeler disappears so we go into the book Shara's just disappeared. And our main character, Chloe Green, is like, what the hell? What's going on? Anyway, and for for a hot second when I started the book, I was like, how is prom like 45 days before graduation? This makes no sense to me. And I was confused. And I was like, is this an American thing? There's so many things about American high school that confuses me. And, uh, and I was like, is this one of them? And then later on, they kind of talk about how the prom is, uh, is not actually school affiliated because of the whole religious aspect, you know, dancing is a sin, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so it's actually a privately like, uh, like parent, the parents like, uh, funded and whatever it's a whole it's kind I don't of a even think i thing. call that to be honest like yeah they mentioned at one point they're like oh it's not actually school function it's right. a private function because right. dancing is a sin and the school can't technically allow it because it would go against the rules but they're fully like aware yeah. of it and fully endorses it without actually having to endorse it because that would make them yeah. hypocrites yeah and, <laughs> you know uh so anyway so i was like oh maybe that's why it was like 45 days before a graduation uh, that makes a, more sense to me. And I was like, cause I was trying to think, cause I, and I know the UK is also different to, to, um, the U S and I'm assuming UK is quite different to Canada as well, but yeah. like our quote unquote proms, it, we did not have a prom. First of all, um, we had like one, it was sort okay. So like, <laughs> it was like a graduation prom in one. It's basically we, one evening we we there was a hall that we all went to in dresses and suits. Uh, we all got like called, like we didn't even go up and grab a diploma or something. They just I think they just like called all the names or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was a bit of dancing and stuff like that. And, and we had dinner, and then 
it was an after party that was thrown by the students. <laughs> like, yeah. it was, like, barely a dance, barely a, cer- a ceremony. Like, it feels like it was so half-assed compared to everything I see in movies and books. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, is this... I, I was like, is the Americans' graduation and prom really like they're shown in media? Or yeah. am I being duped because I feel slightly robbed? So yeah. I... So, I mean, in the UK, I think they have prom but to be fair i didn't even go to high school in the uk so oh that's a good point (laughs) (laughs) okay Um, cyprus then (laughs) but yeah in cyprus it was basically what you just described so we did graduation okay we had like a a rented out hall where we had dinner dressed up and like had a kind of party but like not really um and i don't even think i went to an after party so it was like very lackluster the after party for us was really fun. Uh, yeah? Yeah, because it was like, well, we came home from the party or whatever, and, you know, put on sneakers or nice. and comfy clothes and went into this random ass field. And just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think there was like a bonfire and then we just drank with all our senior class and everyone was very friendly. It was like cute. everyone... Uh, it was cute. It was kind of like that end of school year where you're like, uh, we've never... Sp- spoken once in our like yeah. five years of high school together but well we're friends now because we went to pee together you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is cute yeah uh but the like ceremony itself it was super boring <laughs> <laughs> i think they always are and also i regret my dress choice so hard <laughs> oh really it was like a strapless dress and it wasn't it wasn't a gown like it went above my knees and it kind of poofed out and it was like white with like blue po- blue and black polka dots wow. it was a choice <laughs> and i had i had my long black scene hair with a blue uh like highlights and i had insanely long lashes that i got from mac it was and uh, it was and i was like doing the whole scene thing without fully <laughs> committing because I didn't want to go too hard because I was embarrassed to be seen like yeah. to be a scene kid uh, outside of the internet <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah, that was the whole thing so, yeah. okay my out my <laughs> outfit was a it was kind of strapless but it had like really like spaghetti kind of straps which I could never oh, yeah. wear now because my boobs would not hold anything like that same up. I don't and know how was... I did strapless <laughs> I know but it was that and it was like short but it was like a really light bleached denim what <laughs> um, yeah with like a floral pattern and Ooh. for shoes I wore um like Jeffrey Campbell style do you remember those like studded yeah. heel um oh, wait, it's things, things and they were like they were like suede but like a light brown suede um, yeah that's what interesting yeah oh, i'll see if yeah, i can find okay. a photo and i'll send it to you <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll send you a photo of you from prom i, I have some <laughs> somewhere yeah oh, that's so funny anyway the whole that was very confused by how they were so far apart from each other but i digress point is basically (laughs) she disappears uh but before she disappeared uh she decided to kiss three people one of which being chloe green our protagonist who kind of hates um shara they're 
low-key mortal enemies uh, because they basically um, compete for the like top academic scores of the class. They're both in the running for valedictorian. So Chloe, uh, so basically at the beginning, Chloe's upset that Shara has disappeared because if she's gone, she has no one to fight for valedict- valedictorian for. If she just gets it by default, it's not satisfying. She must beat Shara Wheeler, which already we start with this and I'm like, oof perfect rivals to lover trope right there <laughs> yeah and it's queer i i'm on board <laughs> let's see where this goes and then like it throws me for a loop a little bit because the other two people she's kissed is uh smith who's her boyfriend which makes sense that they've kissed and i was like oh yeah she has a boyfriend interesting we can work with this and then rory shows up another guy her next door or neighbor of some kind um across the street i assume or next door it was next door. i was yeah. okay i was for some reason me imagining across the street but next door makes so much more sense in the context of everything that happened <laughs> with the yes, ladders and everything listen the logistics made no sense in my head because i in my head i had him like uh in, <laughs> i don't know why no clue, but I did, and 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 I was just like, I my brain was just like skipping over the the fact that logistically it made no sense, and just was like, <laughs> it's like a, a scene cut where we just don't explain how we got yeah. from A to B. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yes, next door makes a lot more sense. Anywho, <laughs> so we have Rory, who's her uh, next door neighbor, and he has had, like, a crush on her forever, and she kissed him before disappearing as well. So, so they kind of find out that she's left a bunch of notes and clues for all three of them to basically work together to find out where she's gone. And that's more or less the story. Um, A lot of craziness happens. Um, Before I get to, like, in detail about exactly what happens and how we feel about it. Just in general, how were your feelings about the book? (laughs) My feelings. Your feelings. Um, Talk about your feelings. Okay. There's just one thing that I've been wanting to get off my chest ever since I read it. And it's not general. It's very specific, but I just need to get it out. I am excited to hear that (laughs) is. So with these damn clues, okay, I just want to (laughs) say... Yeah. There's two clues that nobody figured out until days later. And for me, I'm not even bragging. Like, anyway. <laughs> I just feel like as soon as I read them, I was like, I mean, well, that's it. And then even where there was one where I was like, well, that's where she is. Like, go to her. And it was like still five clues like back. And I was like, what? Like, she's there. Like, go. And they couldn't figure it out. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? So one of okay. them, yeah, one of them was the um, the records. Like, she was like the records yeah. where I am or whatever. And they were like, oh, well, they she must mean Rory's like music records. And I was like, it's yeah. obviously the school records. Like, go to go look at her profile <laughs> in the school. And it took her de- like she was like three days later. She was like, oh, I figured it out. It's the school records. I was like, yeah, okay. We've just been through like <laughs> ten pages. We didn't need this. And then. It was the, when they got to the school records and they broke into the Principal Wheeler's office and they, there's a picture of her on the desk with her family and there's a sailboat behind the desk and then she, (laughs) and then there's a key in it and there's a note and it says like, 
something, 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 where I am. And I was like, okay, so she's on the sailboat. And then, no, nobody, <laughs> nobody figured out. Nobody got it. And, and it was just like, oh, where she is must be like, oh, her re- her school records, which I already figured out like three ty- three clues before. And she was like, and, and yeah, okay, fair enough. That clue was talking about the school records. But it was also telling her that she was on the fucking boat and she was on the boat. And I was like, oh my God, like no one's getting it. I'm sorry. Whew. I'm like sweating, but I- okay. I've but... been holding on to that. <laughs> okay, first of all, they're teenagers in the middle of finals. They're also busy with I'm other stuff. Sorry, Val. But she's not. She's put all her concentration and yeah. all of her... That's part of the plot is that she's not been focusing on her finals. She's put everything into yeah. finding Shara Wheeler. And she's smart. She is smart. Listen, I didn't figure it out either. So are you saying I'm wow. stupid? Yes. All right. Podcast over. <laughs> Bye, guys. This is it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't think when they well, said to be fair, with her mum and dad in front of a sailboat, and then the clue said where I am, you didn't think she was on the sailboat. Um, I wasn't trying to figure out the clues, to be fair. Okay. I don't really try to figure out clues, especially when this isn't like a really mystery <laughs> novel. You know, it's more of a contemporary... Uh, romance novel more or less uh slash coming of age um so i wasn't really attempting to figure out all the clues i think it's not meant to challenge your brain and figure out what the clues are and especially considering this is done by you know a girl who's just kind of bored of her life who just wants to get away from everything like i don't think it's meant to be the most cleverest uh clues in the world well, that's the thing, but I just feel like they should have. You out. just you just want to talk about how much smarter you are than Chloe Smith and Rory. Uh, get it? Essentially, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, other than that, I actually didn't really like the book. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, I genuinely like the book, and I really like the characters. I just yeah. that's something that I've been. It's been at the forefront of my okay. mind since I finished, and I just felt like it all came out. And I'm sorry if it came off aggressive. It was but... very aggressive. <laughs> I just thought that was funny because it did not even uh, cross my mind. <laughs> it's off my chest now, so we can talk about that. Uh, did you catch the graduation hint, though? When she capitalized graduation, because that's the name of the boat? Ooh, no, I didn't get that. That's Wow, not... I guess <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> that's embarrassing <laughs> wow yeah fuck me i'm kidding <laughs> anyway <laughs> so you enjoyed the book is uh, no i did enjoy the book the vibe really... to, to answer my question <laughs> Answer your actual original question. Yes, I did enjoy the book I and I did enjoy the vibes. It. Yeah, me too. Um, there was a few times where I was like, uh, a few times during the notes where I was like, I don't know if I like Shara Wheeler, you know, as a character. Yeah. And yeah. and but I feel like I ended up really appreciating, uh, especially so when she. When she pops, or when uh, Chloe discovers she's on the boat and she confronts her, there's still yeah. a decent amount of book afterwards about the fod and and um, you know them realizing that uh, their intense rivalry was low key an obsessive crush they both had on each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And anyway, uh, when that was kind of happening, when you get more it, more of out of Shara than just her notes, you get actual dialogue and you actually see her react and uh, you understand her character better as it's kind because of, like obviously you're in Chloe's point of view throughout the book and yeah. uh, I feel like you're as a reader your evolution of how you feel about Shara Wheeler kind of follows Chloe's feelings so at first you're kind of annoyed with her for doing this yeah. entire stunt uh, just before graduation and and then as kind of Chloe realizes that um, maybe she doesn't hate her, actually. Maybe she does hate her, but she also kind of loves her. Uh, you kind of end up feeling that way, too. And I feel like she's a very kind of interesting, complex character mm-hmm. that you don't get at the beginning of the book, obviously, that you're meant to not get quite. But anyway, so I ended yeah. up really loving her by the end of it. Like, it started where I was like, I wasn't sure, but by the end of the book, I loved Shara Wheeler. I thought she was such a cool character. Uh such an interesting like so basically she's from her prince her principal her dad is the principal of the school <laughs> of this christian school so they're a very religious household and she's gay which uh, no one knows at school obviously uh and even chloe didn't know she thought you know it was like when she kissed her was this like straight girl manipulative bullying thing um but you know turns out and her disappearing was in a way, kind of uh, her rebellion against her family and school, who's so oppressive. And, yeah, so there's so much more dimension to her character than you realize at the beginning. And I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, you don't get that through her notes, obviously. You just kind of get the yes. girl who's obviously leading everyone on, like, this wild goose chase. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just like, okay, we're, like, just leave them alone. <laughs> but then yeah, yeah, literally. she obviously... Yeah, you get to understand a bit more about her and why she does the way, why she does the things that she does. Yeah, you realize that the those notes, a lot of it was kind of her putting on this like front, this like mm-hmm. mysterious front that was pulling away from her good girl Christian image, but was yeah. still just another uh, facade she was putting on as this mysterious disappearing girl, you know? Yeah. Um, who is still, you know, hiding behind her secrets and her, like, tiny little nuggets of information without putting the whole picture out there. Yeah. Um, and, like, to be honest, like, like towards the end, obviously, same as you, like, I kind of loved Shara. And mm-hmm. not that I didn't love the main character and I didn't love the titular character, but the side characters, I think, are just, like, what makes the book. Like, I Oh, my God. The side I loved every so single side character. I, and, yeah. again, we've talked about this when we wa- when we read One Last Stop, but Casey yeah. McQuiston has such a gift at making this a cast of characters that you just yeah. fall in love with every character, even if they're minor. Like, I think about Brooklyn and April, uh, yeah, which are such minor characters. You have Brooklyn, who's like school president, April, who's like a stoner. And I just like, in my head, I have a whole love story for both of them. Yeah. <laughs> and they interact just a couple times and I'm like, they're in love. They will fall <laughs> yeah, in love. You're like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even like, so I loved like Ace, who is like supposed to be this like jockey. Oh, like yes. Chloe's like, 
sure that he's like a dickhead jock, but he's just yeah. like he's always like so nice to everyone. Of course, just, like, you love him. Show tunes. Yeah, there it is. It's <laughs> just like, but he's just like, yeah, he's just like being him, and everyone's like just adamant at making him like out to be a dickhead, but he's just like so cute and so. Nice yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's just like a very chaotic energy, but he's yeah. like a sweetheart. As it's so great. Yeah, and I love it. I mean, I think we'll both agree, but obviously Smith and Rory, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I I mean, I had a feeling that was where it was going, but I was a little worried at the beginning because they both kind of seem obsessed with Shara Wheeler at the yeah. beginning. Obviously, Smith was dating her. Rory had a quote unquote crush on her for a while. But as we discover, they kind of both use Shara as this, like, placeholder, as the perfect girl that they're meant to like, because they are in this very Southern Christian environment, and neither of them want to kind of admit any kind of queerness. Uh, But they discover that really they were using Shara to deny their feelings for each other, that they're basically in love since middle school. It was adorable. I want a yeah. spin-off book with just their story. Yeah, and I honestly, want, same. Because, like, Smith figuring out, like, their oh, and gender, the, and identity, gender identity. And gender identity, yes! Exactly! And then Rory just being, like, this angsty, like, little cute Little, little lanky Polby, yeah. yes. <laughs> so cute. 100%. I was like, I want, like, a, I wanted, like, a novella of them. But honestly, a full-length book, too, would work. I would be yeah. happy with that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, um, I yeah, I, I loved all the characters. And I, I actually really liked Chloe as well as a character. I thought she was a very interesting uh, take on the kind of nerd character in a way. Or the, like, yeah. very academically, academically driven character. But she doesn't feel, like, unrelatable. Um, yeah. Because, like, sometimes with those archetypes of characters I, I'll i be kind of like can't relate but okay <laughs> yeah. um, as a slacker myself but um, <laughs> but I thought like I, I thought she was a very well rounded character and I, I really enjoyed her and I uh, I, I mean I, I loved her as a character uh, it's kind of like I liked her from the beginning and it kind of say, stayed the, that way throughout the book whereas like Shara was like, I wasn't sure about her, and then I loved her at the end. So I'd say I prefer Shara as a character, just a bit more of an yeah, interesting I journey th- there. But yeah, yeah, I agree, and I think there was a part in the middle where I mean, this is like a a very like typical trope, and like obviously you're meant to kind of feel this way, but I was, yeah, kind of getting annoyed with her in the middle when she was, like, ignoring her best friend Georgia yes. and like, pushing her aside and yes. stuff like that, Agreed. which is very much like it happens in a lot of like yeah media, but it was just like getting to me i was like just listen to her please <laughs> see i i completely agree with you because there's multiple times where you know she she's so she's so wrapped up in this shower mystery that she does yeah. ignore her friend who her best friend georgia who's clearly trying to tell her something anyway yeah um but and obviously it's kind of needed to move the plot and create conflict yeah. And, but I did appreciate when it kind of all blows up. It, it didn't feel too like over dramatized that mm-hmm. moment. Like it was like it happened, and uh, I feel like uh, they did a good job of kind of like reuniting the friends and yeah. and 
a nice kind of healthy way and I think that she did a good job there even though I agree with you when that was happening it was it was like stressing me out I'm like just listen to her please (laughs) it was like Uh, three like three or four times yeah exactly she was like oh no (laughs) gotta go (laughs) Uh, yeah but yeah, and it's, it was just a very lovely book, and, um, you know, at the end they defeat the oppressive uh, school principal, a.k.a. Shara's dad, who yep. unsurprisingly is a terrible person. <laughs> and and in my head, even though the ending is, is left pretty open-ended, uh, Shara went to New York with uh, Chloe. To, yeah, uh, she definitely could have done that's in my because I because at one point like at the end where where Shara's trying to decide what she's gonna do and she brings up a little a few options and Chloe like is like oh yeah and Shara joked about just coming to New York and living on my couch or something like that and I was like nah she wasn't joking that's what she really wants to do <laughs> yeah and in my head that's what's happened <laughs> and no what one can tell they, me otherwise <laughs> what if they go to New York and meet with the characters from one last stop and it becomes like another thing <laughs> yes I love it <laughs> we need to yeah. email Casey McQuiston right now and tell her yeah I'm like hey can this be canon can you just <laughs> yeah. tell everyone that that's canon <laughs> maybe write a short story where they all reunite and then, so and, and then you'll write your full length novel about Rory and Smith thank you very yeah. much <laughs> perfect yeah <laughs> Um, I also wasn't expecting the whole like admission scandal thing at the end. I was yeah, like, oh, me was, like, too. An extra little, <laughs> yeah, little <thing>. drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I kind of like I I I liked it in terms of it was kind of like Shara's sacrificing herself for the good of the people, which I liked. But yeah. I kind of was hoping that it like they would do their graduation protest and. Because basically at the end, Chloe gets banned from the graduation ceremony because, well, her best friend gets caught kissing a girl, and that's like a moral code violation in this Christian school. But Chloe uh, basically uh, falls under the bus for her best friend. Uh, So she gets banned from graduation. And I kind of had wished, so they do their own graduation as protests. And I wish that that had been more of the highlight where, like, maybe, like, the news crews would come to that graduation and they would tell their story about the, like, homophobia they face in this Christian school and that that would have maybe gone viral or something and that then he would have, like, lost his job maybe or or rules would have changed at the school because of this, like, viral yeah. uh yeah. news story i i kind of wish that would have happened instead of like the random admission scandal yeah because it was ultimately the admission scandal that like is the thing that took him down kind of rather than all of the problems and issues that in the school that they were protesting exactly yeah, so of. they like ignored all the kind of like hypocritical uh rules that they have within the school and are just like oh, the whole problem all along was just this one guy doing this admission scandal thing. It's not all yeah. these hypocritical rules. But yeah. I, I do appreciate it for the fact that Shara just uh, knew that her dad was not a good person and she had yeah. the ammunition and it was like her self-sacrifice and her not being selfish, which it was interesting for a character, but I just think it would have been more satisfying the other way. 
I agree. Yeah. And like, we don't know by the end, like if anything was going to change really in the school. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> true. Like, exactly. That they, that they all get to go off to college, but what about the people left behind? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it felt a little left field, the whole admissions thing. Yeah. Like I didn't no, hate I it, but I think... Uh... It came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's look at my notes. Oh, you know what's another thing about prom? Oops, sorry. Mm. Uh, another thing about prom is that I have never seen a prom queen, like, in real life. Like, and I mean, like, a real <laughs> person, like, posting a picture of them being prom queen. Like, I feel like I've That's never true. seen that. Like, does it really exist? Or is this propaganda that we've been told our whole <laughs> lives? Because I, I was thinking that while I was reading, I was like, I can't even think of any time I've actually seen it. Like, just someone posting it. Because, uh, like, I know we don't do it here in Canada. But apparently it's so prevalent in the US. It's in every high school uh, movie, show, book, ever. Yeah. I, I'm like... No one that I've seen on has been prom queen, like on Instagram or TikTok or Tumblr or anything. Very suspicious. Yeah. Very no, suspicious. I get that. That's true. I've never thought about that before. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to see on social media that, like, per that you know, perfect high schooler who's like, yeah, she's going to be prom queen. She's like the most yeah. girl. Like, what does she put? Po- like, what? Who is she? Exactly. I feel like there was no one that was, like, the most popular girl in my high school. You know, there was the popular people, but not just, like, one person where you're, like, she is the prom queen, you know? Yeah. Um, I want them to, like, live stream a a typical high school prom (laughs) so I just can see what it actually is like. Yeah. Because I I feel like it's not real. I feel like we're being bamboozled. Yeah, they should do that. They or they should yeah. like doc, like do a documentary of like a high school prom. Yeah, I would totally watch that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, on a side note, uh, one point I honestly don't even remember who the characters that were involved, but at one point someone's eating peach rings and they're like, "What are you, a child or something?" And I was like, "Peach rings are timeless." <laughs> How I don't know dare. what a beach ring is, but I assume it's like <gasps> oh a my sweet. God. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like a round candy with like a hole in the middle, so it's like a ring yeah. basically, and it tastes yeah. like peach, and it's usually sour, and it's delish. Mm, that does sound good. Is they're very good, uh, and yeah, like I said, they're timeless. What do you mean? Only kids eat peach rings. I still eat peach rings. I feel like you don't need to be a child to eat like sweets. Honestly, I eat Any all the sweets. sweets all the time. Yeah. Every single one. I still love fucking gummy bears. They're still ah, great. Yeah. I eat, I like gummy bears, but I'm going to pick a sour uh, gummy over gummy bears any day. Oh, I know? agree. Like the elite the elite sweet is uh fizzy cola bottles. That's like oh, Okay. The best of the uh, best, but they're all right. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I like them. I feel like I don't know. I guess they're okay. <laughs> Sour, Patch, Sour Patch Kids are elite. That Those are the number one. Yeah, they're not really a thing here. Yeah, I think that's the problem is our candy is different, yeah. so it's hard to compare. Yeah. Like, I feel like I need to taste these Coke 
the candies you're talking about because I feel like ours are probably not as good here. Do you have like the big fat ones, like the thin, no. like they're flat, or they're the little ones? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, there's. Uh, I mean, they, we probably have them somewhere, but not as prevalent. Uh, like usually they're smaller ones. Okay. I think. Well, I anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, another thing, at the beginning, it took me a while to kind of remember, like, every time I'd see the name Chloe, I associate Chloe with blonde hair, so in my mind, every time I was reading mm. Chloe, I was imagining Shara for a while, for, for the beginning, and I was trying to be like, why do I associate Chloe with blonde hair, and uh, so I was having a hard time because our main character has dark hair, uh, anyway. And I realize it's because um, of Bratz dolls. Did you have Bratz dolls? We did, but I wouldn't be able to like know them by name. Well, the main Bratz, the four main queens, uh, one of which was named Chloe, and she was iconically blonde. And so right. I think any Chloe is the Bratz Chloe in my brain. And I, it really <laughs> confused me for the longest time. <laughs> To be fair, in general, like, I think I had a hard time picturing Chloe, because she's supposed to have this, like, or from what I gathered, she has, like, this kind of Edna Mode, sharp, dark, yeah. black hair with, like, bangs, and I was like, I, I just find it hard to imagine that hairstyle on a high schooler, for some reason. I wish I could have, uh, beforehand, because Case McQuiston posted a couple months ago, uh, the, like, art of the four main characters... Oh, and really? I, yeah, I wish I would send it to you because they're great mm. and they were great for visualizing. And, and literally, Chloe looks so freaking good in uh, that art. Let me oh, see. there it is. Wait, I'll send it to you right now. Um, okay. So anyway, so I was picturing them looking like the forming characters. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was really to great. To be fair, to have. Smith and Rory, I think I had like spot on in my brain. Yeah, I mean, she did a good job of describing them. Yeah. Uh, Cute. Okay, that makes more sense looking at. It's like not. Yeah. Proper, it's like kind of. Yeah, cool. not like full on. It's a cool bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. um, also, I was like slightly worried with Georgia, the best friend. Uh, for a while, because like we mentioned, she kept trying to talk to Chloe about yeah. something, and we get these like little these like uh burn notes that throughout the like between each chapter, and they're just kind of like mm-hmm. little tidbits about the characters' lives and some of that. Anyway, and at one point, there's a note uh, that Georgia wrote. I can't even remember what it was, like a poem of some kind or some kind of creative yeah. writing thing. And it yeah. kind of discusses basically a crush she has. And I was really worried that they were going to make, that they were going to have her have a crush on Chloe. And, and I was like, I don't like that trope, especially because I know it's going to be about, you know, Chloe and Shara. So I was like, I don't want the best friend to get heartbroken. I don't want this to happen. <laughs> and I was really worried about it. And then when it turns out it's not, it was not her at all. I was like, oh, okay. I should have, I should have trusted Casey. She knows the tropes I don't <laughs> like and she would not use them. Of course, Casey would not betray me this way. Um, so I was very happy about that. <laughs> I thought the same. I originally thought, so the whole thing was going to be like, 
because uh, obviously like Chloe is yeah very obviously in love or like obsessed with Shara and I thought it was going to be like oh mm-hmm. she realises that the person she was obsessing over like wasn't the right person and it was actually like her best friend or whatever that's kind of where I thought it was going when I read oh, okay. and I also was a bit like oh I don't know if that's where I wanted to go but yeah fine <laughs> yeah, that, I, I had I had the same thought as oh, well. okay yeah yeah but like considering how fully obsessed uh, Chloe was, <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, very like <laughs> I'm glad very it didn't obsessed. turn that way. <laughs> um, it's just it's just so funny to to watch a character be so like obsessed, but also like like <laughs> hate this person and like yeah talk shit in her head the whole way through yeah. about this person, and then turns out like. Oh, wait, she's the mega bitch I've wanted all along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like gathering all of her notes to like to have uh, evidence that she's a horrible person as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so good. I loved it. Completely um, backfired. <laughs> I yeah, it was perfect. Um and I love that Shara like literally sought out like like freshman sophomore year sought out to flirt with chloe and get chloe to be obsessed with her to be like yeah. to because she she wanted to mess with her she wanted her to f- chloe to fall in love with her so she could be like ah psych uh but also jokes on shara because she also freaking falls in love with her <laughs> by playing this game yeah. and so i just love they're both such disaster gays it's great yep um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much all I really had for the book. Um, this one, okay, I want to just officially say I have I broke my curse of bad books. Okay. I finally yeah. hit one that was good, right? The, I mean, you knew what you were doing, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be we're fair... We're not going to s- read a case of a Kristen book that's not, that we don't like. I, yes, I know. I did it on purpose, but I needed a, I needed a win. I needed one, so I had to take the. I had to get the big guns as, out. As long as you were admitting that it was fully, oh, fully knowledgeable about what you were doing. But to be fair, like I knew I was gonna pick Casey McQuiston when she yeah. announced a year ago that this book was coming out. I was like, well, that's gonna go on the podcast as soon as it's out. <laughs> uh, and also, I. I had a much um, better reading experience than I did with One Last Stop. I think it just was pure, like, timing-wise. I was just very happy because I was worried that... Because sometimes reading a book for the podcast can feel a bit like a chore because you're on a deadline and it's, like, psychologically... That's totally a word. Um, (laughs) you're like, ugh, now I don't want to read it because it's on a deadline and it doesn't feel, yeah. you know, uh, like a hobby thing. Anyway, so I was a bit worried that it, that's kind of how One Last Stop in it feeling. I ended up really liking the book, but it just, uh, I just had a hard time because I just was in a reading slump, not in the mood to read. Uh, so, but this time around it was a lot different. I, like, I started it on, like, Monday night, and I was, like, reading it, like, all day Tuesday, and I was, I just, like, didn't want to put it down, so I was very happy that it was a much more organic reading experience this time around. Nice. Yeah. That's good. 
Yeah. So maybe it's a uh, time for my fourth uh, reread of Red, White, and Royal Blue. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it on my bedside, like ready to reread, but I keep getting stuck in other books. But I do want to reread it. I mean, it's it's such a ah, so good, so lovely. So good. Yeah. <laughs> what was your star rating? I'm what gonna is your star rating? go ahead and read it five stars. Like I've rated every single wow. Casey McQuiston book, but I will shocker. say within the Casey McQuiston books, which are all five stars, I will put that okay. one right dab in the middle. So obviously, right why I'm wrong okay. is my number one. Then I would put I kiss Shara Wheeler, and then I would put one last stop. Interesting. Yeah, which honestly I wasn't exactly expecting because when she announced that it was a YA book, I was kind of like, okay, I kind of wish it wasn't. Yeah. But uh, but I had to, but it, it worked for me. I was because uh, honestly, there's a lot of tropes, I especially recently in YA contemporary books, like even queer ones, which are the ones that I read. I just <laughs> I don't enjoy these days, and but. Again, Casey doesn't betray me, and she doesn't put any tropes I don't like, so it all worked out. <laughs> she knows. She knows what She like. knows. She knows what I like. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a queen. Oh, what about I you? I think I'm going to go with a solid four. All right. And uh, where would you stars. put it in your order of Casey and Kristen books? See, I was actually going to put one last stop. So I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, Do yeah. should I put one last stop as a five, and this is a four? Because I think I enjoyed One Last Stop more, actually. I think... Sorry, continue if you had more. No, that was the... My actually was the end. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I, I, I was actually... I was thinking about it too. And I think the main reason I like it better than One Last Stop is I just... Though I enjoyed it One Last Stop, it's the magical element to One Last Stop that pulls me back a little bit. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's the only thing yeah that's that's the main thing and i'm not and that's just in general i'm not a huge fan especially with like contemporary romances add this kind of like weird magical element i don't i'm like yeah. okay i mean it i get that it was not nearly as bad as in the holidays but <laughs> what best book of the year <sighs> i Oh. <laughs> you don't even want to joke about it. I don't want to joke about it. I hate it so much. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that is our uh, thoughts on I Kiss Shara Wheeler. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um. So what are we going to be reading next week? Well... We are going to be reading The Gunkle by Stephen Ooh. Ooh. How exciting. I hope I like this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've never you've never come across this book before. I have never come across I don't even know what it is. I can't wait to go get into it. <laughs> um, I do actually look forward is, to rereading it though. <laughs> it's been a while for you, so I feel yeah. like it will It's been almost be a year. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> oh, um, and also, uh, yeah. happy Happy Pride Month, everyone. We're officially oh, in Pride Month when you're going to be listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is why our two book picks for this month are perfect. Hell yeah. Um, totally pre planned. Of course, we are nothing but organized uh, over here. 
how that goes in a few weeks. Yeah. So uh, join us in two weeks for another great, amazing, insightful podcast. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Goodbye. Bye-bye.